Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Idiot Box. Your favorite idiots are here to talk about another episode of The Bachelorette, baby. My name is Ray, and these are my co-hosts, Hannah. Howdy. And Adam. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, we're just going to slide past that. Um, we know you guys don't need another natur- na- uh, Bachelor Nation podcast, but we are here over analyzing this season because it is so good. Next, we're doing Survivor, and then we might be doing some movie stuff later too, which we'll talk about um, probably this episode or maybe next episode. Um, but we're really excited to talk about hometowns this week um because they were sweet they were spicy they were a lot um let's describe this episode in three words let's go with you hannah um okay my three words are my stomach hurts because that's what this episode made me feel for the most part was like just stomach pain there's a lot of things we shouldn't have seen i think i agree yeah um what about you adam uh, my three words this week are everybody loves Jason because mm-hmm. it was incredibly heartwarming to watch Jason's family. I cried. Uh, I'm about to cry right now thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was very emotional, um, but I loved it. That was like my takeaway from the whole episode. I choose to ignore the negative. How sweet. Mine's super negative. Um, my, <laughs> my three words are real recognizes fake. Um, and is this fact. is a call back to Tino's parents because they saw straight through the bachelor bubble straight through Rachel Reckia. I think that's how you say her name straight through Tino's like, lo- like bullshit love. Like they were literally like, uh, I call bullshit. Um, and that kind of segues us perfectly into our most dramatic moment ever, which was Ooh. Tino's hometown. Um, aye, aye, aye. I don't think of it. I mean, I've seen some pretty bad hometowns in past seasons, but I've never seen it go so poorly with the clear front runner like this before. Usually they over dramatize it in the, the commercials for the episode. They usually kind of like make it seem like it's way more dramatic than it actually is. And I honestly think they undersold how poorly it was going to go at Tino's hometown. Um, yeah. Hannah, I know you yeah. probably have thoughts. What are you thinking? I just couldn't believe it. Like, I couldn't believe that's what his parents looked like. I couldn't believe that <laughs> that was the angle that they took. I couldn't believe, like, I it made me speechless. Like, I would have literally, I don't know how Rachel didn't start to cry. If, yeah. if someone's dad spoke to me like that, I would lose my mind. Like, can you imagine how shitty that would feel? I don't know how she, like, kept the tears sucked in, um, but she's stronger than me. <laughs> I'm surprised she kept them in, to be honest. She's been crying for this less, girl, like, for weeks. This girl was crying all season. This girl was crying. And now she has like, a good reason put, to. <laughs> she's put in the most hostile situation possible, and somehow then she holds it in. I call bullshit. I don't know how she yeah. did it, but magical powers, maybe? I don't know. Mm. But I think, like, if we're being honest, I think you guys are going to agree with this, too, is that Tino's parents were just right. Like, they were just correct. Now, did they handle uh-huh. it in, like, the right way? Maybe not. Maybe they were a little little rough about it. But were they, were they right? Yes. I think they were right. I think Rachel knows absolutely nothing about Tino. 
I think yeah. Tino's dad was like, hey, like, tell me, you know, why you love my son. Like, tell me something about Tino. Ooh. I want to make sure you know Tino. And she was like, oh, Tino's such a good person. Tino just, he is such a good heart. And like, I'm sorry, Rachel, but that doesn't tell me anything about Tino. Like, no. I, you don't know him. He gives so. blood. He gives blood. Oh he my gives God. blood. I was just about to say that. Was oh, the mom, that's where the, the mom, bar is. I thought the mom was going to be the silver lining for Rachel on this date. Because mm-hmm. I knew the dad was going to come in hot. I thought the mom was going to kind of be on her side. But the mom was like, not having it either. And she mm-hmm. asked her, like, that the same similar question that the dad did, like, what do you see in my husband? What it is like you're you're on this on the show dating four other guys or three other guys currently. What is it about my son that makes it special? And she was like, you know, like, I just think he's such a giving person. Like he gives blood. And I, when I asked him why, he was just like, because there's a shortage. And I was like, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, like, what? <laughs> what? That's why you like Tino? That's why you love Tino. Because he you gives blood. You don't think blood. he's the only person who gives blood because there's a shortage? Also, probably for the free movie tickets, let's be honest. Literally. Like, I just, yeah. I, it yeah. really, I'm sorry. And like, I, I agree, like, the parents were harsh, but they, I agree with Adam, they were a thousand percent right. Like, yeah. I think. Had Rachel been like better answering the questions and like, and then they were still being like really pushy and off about it, then I'd be like, all right, yeah, they're being dicks. But like, she didn't have answers to their questions. Like, and they were fair questions. Like, it is fair for a parent to ask, like, what is it about my child that you claim to love or or be falling in love with? Like, he's supposed to be like proposing to you in like two weeks, right? Like, why why is it him? Tell me. You also have to keep in mind, I mean, there, it's what, been four weeks? I don't know. Like yeah. In real time, it's, it's probably been about a month and maybe maybe a month in a, in a week yeah. in real time. Right, right. So <laughs> as a parent, like, I'll never be a parent, but I can imagine, like, you're probably sitting there like, the fuck? My son just met this girl a month ago and he wants to propose to her? Like, I, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing But, this. like, at the so. same time, I do feel, I mean, maybe... Maybe Rachel picks Tino and it's happily ever after and everything is a fairy tale. But I do think that it's a little shitty that, I mean, I'm all for interrogating. I'm all for asking the hard questions, but they went in a little too hard. Like I would personally never be able to choose Tino now, no matter how Uh, much I I loved him. I could never, ever want to join his family because I'm like, "Eh, that's what... They didn't even know me, and that was first impressions. What the fuck's gonna happen at Christmas? What the fuck's gonna happen <laughs> when, like, we have a kid and his mom wants to come stay with us, and I don't want her in my house? Like, yeah, that mm-hmm. is where my brain went. Where I was like, I am afraid of these people. Like, this shit's crazy. But I did love the part where um, Tino's mom, I think her name was like Sandy or Tammy or something white like that. Um, she goes <laughs> to Rachel's eyes, like straight into her eyeball. She goes. Well, this is not real. And Rachel goes, "Yes, it is." Yeah. <laughs> oh my! I said that scene was that was that was so good. Stand up for yourself, girl. <laughs> She's like, "This is real." Yes. The, the, the mom. The mom was actually way more like. I thought the mom might have been scarier than the dad because I I think I already knew the dad was going to be like that. Like, he was a four I think the tall. mom really surprised me. Not make fun of short men, please. Um, yes, we have a short king on this podcast. Um, 
I said, Rachel is so uncomfy. Tino's dad is like, girl, are you just trying to get married or are you do you care about my son? Because that was like the thing that got me the most is like he straight up was like, I'm just kind of like it just kind of seems like you just want to get married. Oh, and she also said, like, this is your second go around. Yeah, she literally <laughs> said, like, this is your second go around. I was like, oh, I how God. shitty that was. Oh, that God. Is psychological torture. It's so clear that his parents, like, were never okay with him going on this show. And if they were, they thought that he was going to be gone, like, week two, week three. Like, it wasn't going to matter. Like, he wasn't going to actually have feelings for this person. But I think his parents are, like, shook that he's, like, at hometown. It's like, I don't think they expected to, like, have a hometown visit. They were like, wait, my son's still on the show. I just thought he, like, was off in his own world doing his own thing. We forgot he was even there. Like, and now you're telling me that this girl is girls coming with him and he's supposed to be proposing her in two weeks? Like, before they even walk in the fucking room, his parents were already skeptical as hell. (laughs) They were like, we got to talk Tino out of this thing yeah yeah Yeah. oh i got two things two things um bring it one tino is actually like a huge bachelor nation nerd like apparently he has been obsessed with the bachelor for the past few years isn't that interesting and so then he goes he gets the first impression rolls he's all Mm. you know like mm, 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 mm. like you think his family might be a little more prepared for like the hometowns um actually i lied i have three things um so that's interesting that was a little hannah's hideaway moment um little sneak peek little sneak 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 peek uh and then second i think his parents should become producers on The Bachelor because they know psychological torture. They can kill it. They ask good questions. (laughs) They ask really good questions. (laughs) The quality of the little aside interviews each episode would skyrocket. (laughs) Absolutely. Like even their like little side interviews were just so like pointed. Like they were just so... I respected it. They were real. Like they were not like, I think sometimes the parents try to be super nice and like, they're, they were just like, look, we're not even going to be mean. We're just going to say it how it is. And if they don't have answers to my questions, then we're definitely not co-signing this. Yeah. It was iconic. What was your third thing? So my third thing was one thing Tino said that like pissed me off is he was like, well, once she knocks it out of the park with my parents, he like said this before the hometown started. And then uh, it was like an interview, go back in time, skirt, 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 um, to like, I think it was like a Tino Rachel one-on-one. Um, she was, he was like, if my, when my parents meet you, like they, they respect me. Anything I say is real. Like that, that's what it's going to be. And like, that's like pretty much like what he told her and that's not what happened. So I find it weird that Tino obviously doesn't know his parents very well. Doesn't really know how they're going to react to things. Like, I feel like that was a very, he was so off base on how their reaction was. Um, I don't like how he was like, she just knock it out of the park. Like it's like a test for her. Um, and then in the end of the episode, or the end of the date, when he keeps saying, well, they adored you. Like, yeah. stop gaslighting her, Tino. Literally gaslighting yeah, her. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in a 10-block radius knew that they did not adore her. She, no. she looked at him and was like, no, they didn't. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what what house was- were you just in? So I feel like Tino's a little crazy. That's what my third point is. All these little pieces. Tino's crazy. He's a little unhinged. You saying that he's a Bachelor fan kind of changes my perspective on him completely. Because Mm -hmm. now it feels even more so like 
this is all a game for him a little bit. Try because like he yeah. like he I, like I said earlier, like his parents clearly didn't expect him to make it to hometowns, but Tino clearly expected to make it to hometowns. And I like I believe in having confidence in yourself and like like that's awesome. However, most people that go into this experience are like, you know, whatever happens, happens. Half of them aren't even really there to find love. Like, cause they're just like, what's the odds of me actually liking this person? But when they do, they're like, oh, swept away by it. They're really into it. And I usually buy that. But Tino literally knowing probably from the very beginning that he knew everything to knew everything to say to get him to the very end. He's talking about last week he was talking about how he had all the points. I did all the things that you're supposed to do to get the fucking group he date did roast. Say that. Yeah. Oh, I, like it makes oh, you telling me that just changes everything like for game. me. He definitely watched Clayton season and like probably watched dates with Clayton and Rachel and like listened to what Rachel said oh, she no. wants in a man. Took notes, literally talked on their first one-on-one about how, like, they have the exact same goal. The exact same goal. To have a family, like, and then, and Tino was saying literally everything perfect. Saying, like, I'm fine with staying at home, taking care of the kids if my wife wants to go off. And Rachel definitely talked about that with Clayton. Tino, Tino had the playbook. And he just didn't write it all down. He didn't, he just didn't write it all down like they did in fucking Michelle's season. Oh God. Oh God. We just we just got we just got Tino, guys. We got him. Iconic. Go back to the very first episode. Okay, During the limo the limo entrances, whatever, like their first meeting the guys. What's the first thing that Tino does with Rachel? Do you guys remember? You're gonna have to no. tell us. I have no memory. He takes her to the stairs and says, I want to re <gasps> I want to change your early perspective. I want to change your perspective on how stairs affect you because the last time we saw Rachel in Clayton season, she was crying on the stairs. And I remember when we saw that scene in the first episode, I wrote down in my notes, that is so fucking, that is so mean. I don't think that this is like a nice thing for him to like, be like I'm going to change your perspective on stairs. I thought it was a mean thing. And she thought it was super sweet. Now I see it as manipulative. Now I see it as he knew from, ev- like he got her from every single angle. And now he's in the final four. He's still trying to tell his tell her that his parents liked her when they clearly did not. He's manipulative. I don't trust Tino at all. Guys, I'm I'll be right back. Meltdown. I'll be right back. I'm calling the police. I'm calling, <laughs> I'm calling the police on Tino. Wait, I'm should sorry. we start a true I, crime I, podcast? We just cracked <laughs> the case. We cracked the fucking case, baby. My like, brain like unlocked. I'm sorry for yelling and ranting during that whole moment, but I, no, my brain my just was spit firing at all cylinders. It was welcome. We got him. We got his motherfucking ass. The Cachetino, baby. I don't trust him. Oh my god! Okay. What are we? Where do we we go from here? (laughs) (laughs) How do you top this? I'll take a moment of silence. There's one person that can top Tino. And that's Ooh. my baby boy, Jason. Jason. Jason we'll get back to him. We'll get to him. Let's, <laughs> let's get into some Gabby's Gabs. There weren't a ton um, of great ones this episode, if I'm being honest, because she was kind of being mm-hmm. a little serious with the fans and like really like mm-hmm. her two of her day. I mean, one of her days was really, you know, very sad. Um, and then the other two, like she was just trying to be, she was still goofy, but she was just trying to be a little more serious while she was with the parents, which we respect. Um, so there's not a lot. But Adam, what was your 
Gabby's Gab this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, vibes, 10 out of 10. That is like... <laughs> Always. I loved it. That's I'm going to use that in my everyday life now. Thank you, Gabby. Vibes, vibes 10 out of 10. 10, out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> um, I'll go next. <laughs> this is when she was in New Orleans for Jason's date. Um, she, they were like throwing beads to people. And mm. this older, like, white dude, like, who's, like, out of shape, just an old dude, just, like, there. And he, like, wants some beads. And then Gabby says, you want some beads? You got to flash me for them. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing that. So good. So good. I love her I'm so like, much. Truly just, like, pop a titty out of that wife beater, sir. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You yeah, just bring this. a wife beater. <laughs> um, I decided to break tradition and instead of doing a gabby's gab i did a rachel's gab i can't think of a more word for that um rachel tickled me i thought it was so funny when she was wrapping up her conversation with tina's mom and she goes she grilled my ass and I was like, she <laughs> it did. It was funny. You did, girl, baby. Mm-hmm. I like. She was very. I didn't hate Rachel this episode because she was very, like, very self aware. She like knew it wasn't going well. wasn't trying to pretend like it wasn't going well. Um, her interviews was like, and she wasn't. I like that she wasn't really crying because she was more so like in shock and like her whole mm-hmm. like presence was just like, wow, this is going bad. Um, Do you think they put her in an outfit that wasn't disgusting for Tino's? Uh, hometown just because they already knew it wasn't going to go well. So they were like, "We let's give her an outfit that's not awful for this because like it's already going to be bad. If we put her Gag. in a trench coat, like they're just going to make fun of her. Oh my God. The color You're block really... trench coat. The color block. Oh my God. Trench coat. We're going to segue straight to that since we're already talking about it. Give me, <laughs> we're going to go into Rachel's rags, baby. We're going to Tyler's date. The Tyler date. Oh. What the? Like, I'm sorry. The I'm going to real quick. The um, stylist for the show came out last week and like defended like the choices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm going to be so real with you. You're full of shit because what the hell was she wearing during Tyler's date? I get it was windy. I get it might have been cold. But why was she wearing the largest trench coat? Yeah. It looked like I've ever seen it looked like she was wearing like a bunch of large paper bags all over her body. <laughs> yeah. It looked like Not during the Great Depression. Like during the Great Depression, they would sew together patches of like burlap oh my God. to make like a singular shirt and it was giving that. It was giving Great Depression. And I was just like, for what? Why? Like I'm sure that was a three thousand dollar trench coat. <laughs> and I don't understand why. sell that expensive trench coats. Jeez. And, and let's be honest real quick too. Underneath the trench coat wasn't better. It, she like cuz we didn't see it fully, but I saw enough of it to get what it was. She was wearing a full body burgundy like dress sweater. Yeah. And with like some white sneakers. Mm. Underneath yeah, the trench coat, it, it was like mid half length too. Like yeah, what the it was fuck? a weird length. It was very yeah. confusing. So I don't weird. understand. What a weird combination. Ugh. And also, I'm like, honestly, maybe keeping the trench coat on was for the best. But also, I'm just like, the trench coat looked ri- it looked ridiculous because he also was like drowning in it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I need it's to kind of better. a it's kind of an analogy for the date, if you know. I mean, should we go into that? <laughs> Dr- okay. Drowning in Tyler's love. She was drowning oh in Tyler's love. Oh my god! I've never seen a more uncomfortable date in my life. That literally caused me 
like heart pain. <laughs> like, like I almost called 911 because I was like, I'm having a heart attack. Like it was so bad. It was so bad. It was, Give it to me, Hannah. You're the you're the the number one Tyler hater, even though honestly I'm right uh, right below you at this point. Because this episode really just made me hate him. It made me sad. So they're <laughs> they're in New Jersey, they're at the pier, because that's where his like basketball game lives. I don't know. Um and they're they're having a time and Tyler is just smitten and at first Rachel was like feeling it, but then she slowly starts putting in these little comments of like like I don't know there's something missing there's a just a connection there's a this 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 like making it weird mm-hmm. but he's not picking up on the vibes at all then they meet no. his like <laughs> family friends his cousin like at the pizza shop like oh. it felt very Jersey Shore it felt very it like like all in the fam like you know like everyone's together everyone's right there um, and I think that's when it really clicked for Rachel that she was not that into Tyler and she was then like saying in her side interviews, like, I haven't been able to spend that much time with him compared to the other guys. We haven't cultivated a relationship as much. But also at the same time, Rachel, maybe don't cancel every single cocktail party every time you felt like the attention wasn't solely on you. Because Ooh. then maybe you could have had a further attention, a further relationship with Mr. Tyler. Um, and Ooh. then it gets to the worst part of the whole date, which is when she's trying to break up with him. <sighs> Who wants I have to talk the quote. about that? Oh, Adam, God, say it. I have the kind of the entire quote, not from Tyler. Tyler was like, I wrote down in my notes, Tyler's really going for it. Wow. Like, and he just kept saying like, like, I think I'm falling for you. And like, and Rachel's, I mean, we all saw it as soon as Tyler said, like, I think I'm falling in love with you. Rachel's face turned so quickly. And she was like a tear rolled down her eye. Cause she was so uncomfortable. Cause she was like, wait, I don't like this man at all. Um, and she won't. So he keeps talking. <laughs> he keeps talking. He's clearly not reading into this situation at all. Cannot um, and room. Rachel, Cannot read a room. <laughs> Rachel says, this is an exact quote. And I was typing really fast trying to catch up with this, but uh, she said, this is family. This is a big deal. And right now I just think I'm struggling because I feel like tonight, we're bringing other people into this. And I just want you to know that I've never met anyone like you that just loves so openly and that isn't afraid of anything, of being hurt. And then I wrote in asterisks, cries, because she started crying. <laughs> and then uh, she said, I just feel like we've had the most incredible day, which that's not true, but I'm still feeling like not 100% confident. And I don't know if I'm ready to meet your family when I still have this bed of reservation and I don't know where it's coming from. I just have something missing. And I don't know if it's time. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to get there with you. And then she just kept going. And I couldn't catch up with her. But like, basically, like, thank you. <laughs> she she went back and forth between like, you're such a great guy, but I don't really like you. Like, oh, oh you had such a good sandwich, day. Sandwich. That was, you know what? I'm not even going to be mad at her for this one because he made it difficult. Like he really, she, yeah. kept, she was trying to break up with him for like 10 minutes. Like, yeah. and he just kept, every time she would say something that was clearly like, I'm trying to end this. He would be like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> like it was, it was, I, I wrote that. I hate Tyler because there's no way he doesn't get what's happening. Like you almost yeah. have to be so oblivious as a person, which like maybe he is, but like 
she was she looked distraught like i've never seen a person look distraught when trying to confess love if anything they just look kind of sad she looked distraught like she looked uncomfortable um i think the moment like it really got bad for her is when like hannah said they were in the pizza shop and she he was introducing her to all of his friends and his family. And like, as they were walking down the pier, like they'd be like, Hey Tyler, like, like he, she met everyone in New Jersey. And I think she was very (laughs) overwhelmed. And she was like, you know, I'm meeting every person in New Jersey. And like, it's not even for a guy that I like. (laughs) Yeah. What's the point of meeting people behind a counter at a place that like you're, who cares? I'm sorry, but like, stop introducing her to every single person, you know, that's ridiculous. I hated it. There is one thing I wrote down. So in the beginning of the day, um, he was saying that he and Rachel get along (laughs) so well because they perceive love the same way. And that how they perceive love is performative. Like that is Tyler's whole thing. He's he's a performance artist. Like he bought a house for his ex-girlfriend. Was that something I talked about? Like she broke up with him when he did that. Like, is, did you just yeah. do that? Cause you thought that was like some huge grand gesture. Like, no, nobody wants that. Do not buy somebody a house without talking to them. That's fucking weird. Um, mm-hmm. And then he wow. goes and he yeah. does this with Rachel and he's all like, I'm so in love with you when she has panic tears in her eyes and is like trying to break up with him. Uh, mm-hmm. He just like, but Rachel also is very performative with love. She's all about yes. these like grand gestures. And I think that's why they could never work is that you can't have two performative people. Absolutely. Like, there can only I mean, be you one. shouldn't have that's one. That's a point. But like, you really can't have two. Um, and then what made me really sad though. Oh wait, no. One thing that made me laugh was that people on Twitter were like, uh, Rachel's like whole personality around Tyler changed the second he said that his apartment was above his game on the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel was like, poor. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you telling me is that is that real? Is the apartment above that thing? He said apartment above my game. Is it where Because we saw the basketball game thing. Are you telling me that there's had, an apartment above that? I think maybe he has like two games or something. Cause that's what I was thinking that too, because he okay. said my apartment <laughs> is above the game. <laughs> And then we saw the pink game structure, and I was like, mm-hmm. "That doesn't make sense." That's tiny. Maybe, maybe it's like across the street. <laughs> I really hope so. I really hope so for his sake, oh because God. those words came we out of his saw mouth. That. Yeah. Oh my gosh! If that man lives, up, if that man lives above <laughs> this like basketball game thing, like on the boardwalk, I'm gonna be. It's I'm just gonna, like a crawl space. I need, I, need to, I need to know now. I need to know. Like, we need to find out. Hannah's oh hideaway next God. week. I need, I need answers. <laughs> you need details, I have to figure out the GPS location of his home. Uh. Real quick, real quick. Just another another quote from Tyler that, like, totally gives the whole message of how, like, oblivious he was the whole day. He literally said word for word, basically just two kids having the most fun. Like, and like, he's just... Ew. He has no idea what's going on. Like, he lives just like Tino's dad said. You're living in a fairy tale. Call him out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tyler's fake as hell. I I truly believe that. Can we real quick, like, compare the breakups with Gabby and Nate with Tyler and Rachel? Because, like, Mm. unlike, unlike Tyler, Nate, as soon as Gabby was like, 
crying, like looked distraught when she like sat down. He knew what was happening. He literally was he like read into it because he he's an adult. He's smart. Like, <laughs> oh, Gabby's breaking up with me because she's not ready to be a mom. Meanwhile, Tyler is like like fucking every five seconds telling Rachel he loves her. And how he's had the best day with her while she's like crying in front of his face. Like, the, like, how did he not see it on her face? When, because for yeah. people who who did not watch the episode, because I know we got some listeners who just listen to this podcast and do not watch the show, which I respect. Give us the views. Don't give um, ABC the views. They don't need them. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but basically, guys, when he said, I- I'm falling in love with you or I'm in love with you, she literally recoiled like her mm-hmm. f- entire face, like went stern. She looked away and a tear went down her face the way that Adam described it. But it was like it was yeah. very bad. And even yeah, someone so said that, like did that to me when I said anything to them. If I looked at Adam, I was like, you're my best friend. And then he like recoiled and then turned away. <laughs> With a tear down his face, I'd be like, "Oh, I can't oh, be Adam best friends me. with you anymore." But then Tyler just kept going. He went on a ten-minute monologue about his love for her, while she can't even look him in the eye. Tears are coming down her face, and not like good tears, like no. like really sad, depressing, like a dead puppy type tear. Like, yes. like you can see it, it in her just, face. Oh God! And he just kept going. He just steamrolled. Steamrolled is a great word for that. It was bad. Um, yeah. Let's go into something that's also really sad. <laughs> Before we go into like our, our baby boy Jason, um, let's go into Eric's um, hometown. Uh, look, I feel like we shouldn't have been able to see what we saw on that date. No. Like it felt too personal, honestly. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna give you a little bit of background. Essentially, Eric's father has terminal cancer and he has supposedly was supposed to die like three or four times already, but he's been resilient and his mom has essentially been taking care of him for, I believe years. I'm not quite sure how long, Um, but it's, it's been a significant amount of time because you can see how exhausted Eric's mom is. Mm -hmm. Um, You can see how much it like this sickness has affected their entire family. The only like, good thing that came out of this for at least for my perspective on Eric is that I now see Eric completely different. Like, yeah, because even when talking about his dad and his mom's situation, he's emotionless. Like he's completely emotionless. And I'm not saying that that's like a good thing, but it, it gives me more understanding as to how and why he handled the Gabby situation on their one-on-one the way that he did when she was explaining like the issues with his, with her mom and like how she doesn't feel close to her. He completely shut down. And I remember we, I, me especially talked at nauseum about how I think that that's a little, not a good sign, but now seeing him dealing with his family and he's handling that situation similarly. I think he just has a, a, a struggle like emoting and like expressing yeah. how he feels because he, you can see how much he cares about his dad, but he's, even when he's talking, it's not like coming through. So unless he's like a, like a literal crazy person, which I don't believe, um, I think he just, you know, is struggling to express himself. Yeah, so. I agree. I think you nailed it right on the head. It, it definitely felt like something we should not have been a part of. Like, I don't know how they could have done it. I don't know. Maybe it should have been like they just meet his mom and sister at like a restaurant instead of taking them inside the home. Like, it just it felt 
overly personal and like we were like somewhere we shouldn't have been and um but i mean it's also good that they're like you know willing to be so vulnerable and like share that part of their family because i mean it's not like life stops going just because someone's like sick but i don't know it made it was it was so so fucking sad it was so sad Ooh, but i think you really nailed it with eric with eric yeah i really feel for eric i think um i i definitely noticed that he he seems numb like he is numb to all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's why I think, you know, sometimes I think what, like Ray said, like it, it feels like he hasn't emoted. It feels like he hasn't been giving emotion. And we definitely, I blamed him for that. I, I looked at him like kind of like a cold guy. And now mm-hmm. I agree. I see him in a different light. I see him as like someone who like, he, he has a tough time doing that because he's kind of shut down emotionally because of what's going on in his life. So, I, I wish Eric's dad and, and Eric's family the best. Uh, you know, that's that's something that I can't imagine going through. So that's that's tough. Yeah. R.I.P. Sad energy. Sorry, Hannah, what were you going to say? I said R.I.P. He passed away. Oh, Did really? Mm-hmm. A few weeks after wow. the hometowns. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really yeah. sad. I did wow. not know that. Yeah. They wow, posted it at the really end of the sad. episode. Oh, that's who the in memoriam was. Yeah, I really was wasn't him. sure. I was like, I thought it was like oh, a producer wow. or something, someone on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was wow, him. that's really sad. I know. Um, I feel bad for you, Eric. I feel bad for your mom. I, her, his mom broke me. His mom oh my was God. like, she because you could even when Gabby and her were talking, she Gabby was like, you know, you're so strong and brave for like handling this and like all this stuff and. His mom was like, yeah, you know, like you could see it. Like you could just see how exhausted she was. She looked tired. Um, they, yeah. One good point that I really liked that his dad brought up is that Gabby is a nurse. And so him knowing that Eric was like dating like a nurse felt comforting to him because he's always had great nurses during like while he's been dealing with his with his chemotherapy and his cancer in general. Yeah. And it made him feel it made him he could see how happy he was that like the person that like his son might end up with was like a caretaker, you know? Yeah. Cause that was important to him. That was near and dear to his heart. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to something a little bit. I mean, it's still like kind of sad and sweet, but like Jason's family, Jason's hometown, this episode was actually a pretty sad episode. When you think about it. Um, yeah. Different <laughs> yeah. kind of sad, different kind of sad, different kind of sad. Jason's father is the sweetest man. I think I've ever seen in my entire (laughs) life. Like he, so they, they kind of break, um, the way they usually do. They, they actually change a lot of the hometown rules this episode. Usually there's always a beginning date in the, in the after, in the morning slash afternoon. And then they meet the families at night in multiple situations. The fan, they met the family during the day and they met, like they did the family first and then hung out afterward. There's been like a, a lot of that this, um, season. Um, so Jason's dad actually comes and meets, uh, Gabby and Jason at like a picnic table in the middle of the day with like some flowers and it's super sweet, super cute. Um, and he like is crying as he sees his oh son with Gabby God. as he walks up to like, he's so excited to see Jason. Um, it like was heartwarming and I'm not even like a really sentimental family person, but like it was Same. like the sweetest shit I've ever seen in my life. I literally wrote, I'm giddy. I love Jason. I love Jason's dad, but I need subtitles. Because I can only understand half of what his dad is saying. <laughs> oh, my God. I I loved that man. Uh, when that man was walking up, like, I immediately 
felt his emotion. And throughout the entire fucking segment, I was like tearing up and crying. Mm-hmm. It's like that was like if, I, if we're being honest, we're going to get real deep. Like I would love to have a dad like that. Like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Like he like loves his son so much. And it goes goes back to my three words. Everybody loves Jason. All right. Yeah. This yes. whole yeah. segment with his family, his father fucking loves him. His mother fucking yeah. loves him. Like it's just his sister was, fucking loves him. Yeah. And real quick, I'm gonna read the quote that his dad said, which I'm still trying to decipher in my head, but I know it sounds beautiful. Uh, but it's the best days of your past be the worst days of your future. Michael, aka Jason's dad. I think um, I love that. You said it last night and it, 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 it is really hit the same, but I think it yeah. hits a lot different today. It was really beautiful. So I, I loved, I loved Michael. Michael snaps to you, snaps to you. Yeah. And it makes so much more sense after meeting the, his parents that Jason like did go to therapy and all of that because mm-hmm. yeah. he has such emotionally available parents yes. and like, and like it can just be, you know, nature is because I mean, yeah, nature versus nurture is a big thing, but like, it's just Jason's nature to be more like reserved and like intrinsically mm-hmm. like focused and like, just like anxiety ridden. But like, I think it just shows how much like his parents love him that like he mm-hmm was like went to therapy and like figured his shit out and like oh i just love them so much i want to marry jason he makes me want to go feral and move to new orleans <laughs> actually he lives in santa monica i'll move to santa monica for him um exactly. and just be with him i love him and jason's dad or maybe it was his mom but they talked about jason being really reserved and how that that's just the way he is but he needs somebody that is kind of going to bring him out of his shell. And yeah. I think that's Gabby to a T yeah. mm-hmm. like Gabby and him dancing in the streets of new Orleans. Like <laughs> we saw so a little good. bit of a, a fun so side of Jason that we hadn't seen before. Um, and I loved it. I, I think Gabby really does bring out a beautiful side of Jason. Mm-hmm. And Jason is absolutely like my number one for Gabby. I absolutely if they don't end up together. Like I am going to be heartbroken. Like my yeah. heart will break. So I, I loved it so much. And also, like, Jason's family loved Gabby. Like, they lo- like Gabby fit yes. in so well with his sister and his and his mom. Like, it was yeah. like Gabby was just chatting with herself. Like, yes. it was so, yeah. it was, like, seamless. Like, they would work so well. And I love, the thing I love about Jason and Gabby the most is how much Gabby sees Jason. Like she mm-hmm. sees him, she understands him. She, yeah. she, she knows that there's more behind like his like awkwardness and like his his like timid nature. Like he, she really sees him, and I love it. It, it makes me it makes me giddy, and I hope that they like actually end up together because I think that they would work. Like I think that she brings out a great side of him. Um, yeah. But one thing that we have to talk about from Jason's date <laughs> is that Jason admits to his mom that he's not ready to propose. Oh. Um, and he's yeah. like, I think he kind of states that he doesn't know if he's ever going to be ready to propose to someone. Like he doesn't, he like knows that like he wants to be with someone, but I don't, I'm kind of thinking Jason doesn't believe in marriage. Um, which is bit. fine, which is fine. I mean, Jason's I mom. kind of align that one. <laughs> Jason's, Jason's mom quote, how would you feel without her? And then Jason says directly word for word, I'd be really upset. Like, <laughs> like that was his, that was his exact words. Um, so but weird. yeah, I think I, I understand his point of view where like, he's being very real. He's being very real. Like I really do like Gabby. Like I'm falling in love with her. Great. 
but it's been four weeks. Like it's been four weeks. Like I need more time. Like this is too quick for me. And I think honestly, this is the most real thing anybody said yet because it's rational. I I (laughs) agree with him. So look, I love this show, but yes, I know. I was going to say that like, I, I totally get like, I, I, when people say that they're ready to propose, I'm like, you're obviously like crazy. And that is like the fairy tale of it. Like that is not realistic. Like, but what does make me a little nervous is if it is that Jason like doesn't want to get married like ever, which is totally fine. I mean, that's kind of the boat I'm in. Like, but he went on a show knowing that Gabby was looking to get engaged. Yeah. And that's a little shitty. So I hope it's more so not, he doesn't want to get married ever, but doesn't want to get like he can't see himself getting engaged right now which i think is totally fair yeah. like i if i went on the bachelor if i was the bachelorette like i would sure i'll say like i'm gonna get engaged but like in my head i'd be like i just want to <laughs> date somebody at the end of it like mm-hmm. just have that like yeah that's how i feel i get that that makes sense to me all right um we actually have nothing in the timeline about Johnny's date because it was kind of boring. <laughs> boring. Um, but like a quick little highlight, he also isn't ready to propose. But his dad was basically like, "Bro, what are you waiting for? Like, you seem very happy with her. If she's the one, fucking propose to her." <laughs> and he's his mom is kind of same. Yeah, he's twenty five years old. Like he's literally a child. Um, so oh, he's so young. He's very young. Um, but yeah, his date was mostly boring. It went well. Like his family loved Gabby. Gabby liked them. Nothing early for, talk about. Uh, for those that don't know, J- Johnny's date um, clocked in at around 10 minutes. Um, and <laughs> compared, it was very short. Compared to, compared to Jason's, which is what which was about like 25, 20 to 27 minutes. Like that's yeah. A, yeah. a lot longer. Um, I wrote in my notes, Palm Beach, Florida. I'm triggered. Um, no, literally. I, literally. Gave me, I, I am from Palm Beach. I am baby. from Palm Beach. Yeah. <laughs> It gave me, it made me be like, do I not trust Johnny? Like, <laughs> knowing him from Palm Beach, it's kind of like knowing that Hayden was from UCF. Like, it was like immediate, like, red flags. Yeah. Like, knowing Johnny's from Palm Beach is like the biggest red flag I could ever think of. Yeah. I also I wrote got Johnny. I wrote Johnny's father would be named John. That's, I just had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Um, oh, yeah, I actually have three things. So his dad gave mean military eyes, you know, like mean military dad eyes. Like, I'm so I'm afraid of his dad automatically. Um, and then Johnny and his, like, brother were giving very much, like, youth pastor vibes. Yeah. And I, I saw like some tweets that. about that. It was so funny. I don't trust a youth pastor. And so I don't trust Johnny. <laughs> and then also my very favorite, favorite, favorite part of the date is Johnny and his dad are talking about, you know, the situation, Gabby, stuff like that. And Johnny's saying, like, I don't know if I'm ready to get engaged. And the dad's like, well, you have, if you love her, you're good. Um, you have a, like, um, what was the first thing he said? It was either, like, about his house or his job like you have a steady job and then he was like and when it comes to financials it was emotional he's like emotional he's like you're oh, like okay. emotionally there emotionally emotional ready. Ready. sure yeah. yeah he's like and then when it comes to a financials and then there was a heavy pause <laughs> and he goes that's that's something you guys can figure out <laughs> like, down literally, like <laughs> literally johnny's poor <laughs> johnny doesn't have money me neither, baby. Learned. I get you. Which we respect. <laughs> Money's hard, okay? But we're also 25 and 26 compared to all these, like, 30-plus-year-olds. And so maybe, Johnny, you shouldn't be there. Gagged. 
Um, Zack State was also super boring. I wrote down barely anything about it. Um, I honestly can't even remember. Um, his dad is I mean, his dad. His uncle it plays Gronk from Emperor's New Groove. And he's in the Patrick like, Warburton. Patrick yes. Warburton. I didn't know his Uncle real name. Pat. He's like a it good makes voice Zach's actor. Zach's voice makes sense. Zach's voice is so oh, deep. And it true. makes sense because his dad and Uncle Pat's voice are, you know, iconic. So, so deep. Oh, so uh, I have a funny quote from Ray and I when uh, they were all watching the video of uh, Ra- like Rachel and Zach like kissing. And I was literally like, I wouldn't want to watch this if I was Zach's parent. And Ray just goes, I don't want to watch this at all. <laughs> <laughs> i hated this act date i hated it yeah it felt very weird planes oh remember they watched planes oh i they cut that out planes of my brain. again <laughs> i cut that out of my brain oh, oh yeah okay i have it i said oh cute they're watching planes take off and flying from a roof they have so much in common <laughs> i wrote my favorite my favorite part of them watching planes land was looking over at Ray's face of disgust during the, <laughs> like during that scene. Like that was my absolute favorite part of the episode. So Iconic. for all those that didn't get to enjoy that, I apologize. Oh, don't forget Ooh. about the scene where. So okay, imagine you're there, your TV screen. It is a close up of Rachel and Zach making out, and then in the corner there is a plane flying past them, and it's just like. <laughs> Like, that is disgusting. Uh, I uh, hated it. Um, my only takeaway is... clocked in at 10 minutes, just letting you know. 10 minutes. <laughs> it, it deserved that. Um, yeah. I will say, Zach and Rachel have um, terrible kiss chemistry. Um, like, they, like it's really bad. Um, she, like, they don't kiss well together at all. Um, I don't know who... I don't think it's any, anyone's fault, necessarily. Maybe it's Zach's fault more so, because I don't think Rachel's a bad kisser. Zach um, looks like a fish. He like yeah. purses his lips like he's a fish. Yeah. Um, and then I also said that Zach's dad looks like a Tommy Bahama mannequin um, because he was literally that. wearing like a palm tree shirt that like shouldn't exist. It had like a, a weird angled color on mm. it and then mm. like a palm tree that like went along with the angle. It was terrible and Tommy Bahama shouldn't exist. So that's my actual biggest takeaway is that Tommy Bahama, Bahama shouldn't exist because that's where he bought that shirt. Don't tell my dad that. My dad's a Tommy Bahama I'll tell him that to his face. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, I think Zach is sweet. Was it my cup of tea? No. Like, would I want to go on that date? No. I would, like, rather pick up trash on the side of the road than go watch planes (laughs) from a roof. Um, But I think for as corny as shit as Rachel is, I think Zach is a sweet little match for her. He is a sweet little dork sure. and it works. Sure. It's fine. If they end up together, I'll be very happy for them. I don't know if I'll be happy for them. I won't care. And I, but not in like a, Aww, I want bad mean. things to happen. It's, I am mean. Um, <laughs> it's more of like a, sure. Yeah. I just don't think they have anything the in common. Day, yeah. I, I really don't. Yeah. I think that they like Rachel, planes. <laughs> Rachel and Zach literally would just be together and like, just, they would just, pretend that they are soulmates when they're yeah. probably not and like mm-hmm. it's that's fine like go for it tons of people get married that way and like yeah no, we're not yeah. sometimes it works yeah yeah no. go off guys i hope you i hope I, at this point tino sucks so hopefully it is zach yeah um, yeah go he zach. Is the best family yeah he does 
All right, let's get into our favorite segment, favorite newest segment. Adam asks, Thank "What you, you got so today?" Much for calling it your favorite segment. That's so sweet of you. You're welcome. Um, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Adam asks the trivia-based question where Adam makes the rules and the points clearly matter. I'm your host, Adam. Let's get back into the leaderboards from last week. Right now, Hannah is in the lead with three points. Ray's at two. Uh, Ray's looking to come back this week uh, with a strong, strong fight toward um, the top of the leaderboard. Ray, first question is for you. The question is, what color were the flowers that Jason's dad gave Gabby at the beginning of the episode? Oh, my God. (laughs) That is so specific. Pulling out all the stops. Adam is really really making sure that we are paying attention. If you don't. If you don't know, just give a guess. Give a guess. Um, Educated guess. They're flowers. They yeah, were one okay. color. So like, there's only like a few colors flowers usually are. Um, you know what? Since we're, since since we are watching The Bachelorette, I'm going to go with red because themes. It was red. The answer was red. <laughs> Fuck, really? They were roses. They were red. Yeah, they were red. Fuck yeah. So maybe, maybe Michael maybe Michael had the same thought that you did. You know, he's like, oh, Bachelorette, I better bring red roses. Yeah, whatever. So, Jason's okay. dad just keeps right. getting better. Snaps for Ray. Snaps for Ray. That is a point job, for Ray. Ray. I would not have gone that right. That is a point Thank for you. Ray. All right, Hannah. Hannah. I'm scared. Name, Your name is Sword. Name, name three states that the men are from. New Jersey, California, Florida. Boom. Ooh. Done. Oh, Hannah is killing it. Love it. Love it. All right. So Hannah's at four, Ray's at three. Last question. Only one person can get this. You guys choose who answers first and second because, you know, either might be advantageous. The question is, how many total siblings were in this episode? In parentheses, I wrote, Adam may have miscounted. I make the rules. Get over it. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Whoever wants to answer first. I have to count for a second. I'm going to do the little. (laughs) We're not counting boyfriends and stuff. Like boyfriend, girlfriends. Siblings. Sisters and brothers. So, okay. I think I have. I'm going to count four. Okay, Ray is locked in at four. Hannah, you playing higher or lower? <laughs> it's six. It, wow. it, correct answer is six. Really? The correct answer oh. is six. I was not paying attention. Oh. At least Fuck that's you, what Ray. I counted. Fuck it, <laughs> I wish. Um, uh, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Right. Congratulations, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Hannah is currently mm-hmm. in the lead mm-hmm. with five points. Ray has three. So, so Hannah has increased her lead to two. So uh, stay tuned to next week for another segment of Adam Asks. Uh, Thank you. I, Thank you for coming. I hate that I co-signed this segment because I'm now losing <laughs> and it's bullshit. I called it my favorite segment and I'm literally losing. Um, I like so, so bad. Real quick, since this is a hometowns episode, we're going to do a little bit of a change up question. Which family do you want to join and which family do you want to stay away from? Hannah, go first. 
I want to stay away from Tino's family because they're toxic and terrifying and I'll cry every <laughs> single day. Um, and it was just horrible. <laughs> I would never join that family. You couldn't pay Fair. me. Fair. And then family I want to join. I was going to put Jason, because, but I want to join his family as in I'm marrying him. That's very fair. Not, but I took the question as like, which family do I want to be adopted into? So mm-hmm. I don't want to be oh. Jason's sister. I want to be Jason's wife. So I, I didn't that. pick him. <laughs> I picked Zach as my family to join just because they all seem so normal and kind. And he has yeah. a famous uncle that has you good just money. Be, you just want to be famous by association. <laughs> I want to get in on that will. I want in. Yes, ma'am. Fair. I respect it. Fair. What about you, Adam? Oh, um, so I'm staying the fuck away from Tino's family as well. Like, I don't... It, while while they are realistic, I think they're they're kind of like assholes. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're a little too much. So, and I don't think I'd, I'd enjoy that energy at all. Um, as far as families to join, I would definitely pick Jason's family. Like... I mean, they definitely like had that emotional vulnerability that I'm looking for in people in my life. And so like talking with like Jason's dad, like I I feel like I could have like a good relationship with Jason's dad, great relationship with Jason's mother. They all seem just so sweet and so loving and endearing. And so like that's easy pick for me. That's that's the family I would join. I don't know in what context like Hannah was talking about. I don't know if I'd be married to Jason or Jason's brother, but I think it's more like siblings, cousins, like which family would you like wish you could be adopted into? I I can take that as a deal. That sounds like a better deal for me anyways. So So for me, you guys are going to be surprised. Maybe not. The family I would choose to join (laughs) is Tino's family. You literally need therapy, Riven. You need therapy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I respect how real they are. Like they are oh, so direct. I love. Fuck look, off. My, they're mean. Le- my parents were so direct with me growing up, and like my parents weren't mean, but like they were very direct with me. So I'm very used to like, all right, you have a thought in your head. I'm gonna say it out loud to you right now, and this is what you're gonna and like you're gonna accept it, whether you agree with me or don't agree with me. Like, I'm still gonna say it to you. And I so I really resonate with like I didn't think I I'm not I'm gonna be real. <laughs> I actually didn't think Tino's parents were that bad because I, I don't think they were being mean to Rachel. I think they were just being real. Um, and You're yeah, so I would choose Tino's. And similarly, I was going to put Jason. I put Jason first and then I switched because if Jason does not want to be with Hannah, hopefully he would then want to be with me. Um, of course. And so I would also be okay with marrying into Jason's family because uh, they be seem brothers, fucking not awesome. brother-in-laws. Absolutely. Um, and then I chose that I don't want to be anywhere near Zach's family and not because like they're bad people. They seem sweet. They seem nice. But like, I just, I hate that. <laughs> like I hate like how nice and sweet they are. It kind of annoys me. I was like, so Im- bored. Imagine how much more well-rounded we would be if we were raised in a family like that. I don't think, think that's nice we would be. I'm sorry, I but I was raised in a family like that and that did not help. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Very surface level. Everything is like everything's Zach positive. Is nice. well, Zach is still a twenty-five-year-old bitch baby boy. Like he doesn't know oh. yet. Like I feel like if Not we were smarter than him, boy. so like we I feel like if we were put into that situation and we're in a emotionally like loving household where it was like very like safe and calm and like I think I could have thrived. See, I think you're reading into it differently than I did, though, because yeah. on the surface, my family seems just like that. But deep down, we are not like that. 
it is a little bit more manipulative, a little bit more like fairy tale, like Tino's dad is talking about. I, and, and maybe I'm, you know, they were definitely better than my family. So I'm not saying like, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes on the surface, like it, you can seem like you're nicer than you are. And it yeah. feels fake to me. So. I think the difference is, is like, <laughs> too real. If I would have, if I would go, if I went to Zach's parents and told them that, oh, me and this girl bonded over the fact that both of our dads used to take us to like, go look at planes. <laughs> If I had Tino's family and I told them that, they'd be like, what does that even mean? And I think that that is what sure. I think Zach needs that. I don't think Zach needs because his because par- Zach's parents would be like, oh, that's so sweet, honey. Like, I'm so right. happy for you guys. And like, that's not what he needs to hear. He needs like, um, it means is nothing. there more? Is there more than that? Is that is there more that you guys bonded over than looking at old pictures of each other as children and then saying that your dad's both <laughs> took you to look at planes? Is there more? They went over that first one on one like they were so incredibly proud of it. Like, so it was like. Like a monumental date where they like we learned everything premiere? about each other. It was a red carpet. He needs a little bit more realness in his life, I think. So that's why I'd stay away from Zach's family, not because they're bad people. I just I don't think it's real. I could um, take some ignorance as bliss, though. I'll take it. <laughs> Fair. Um, real quick, let's go over the teaser. Um, Hannah, do you want to do? Do you want to go over it? Sure. So we have Avon's hometown next week because that oh, did yeah, not happen. Forgot, forgot that um, happened. I forget that he exists in the All nicest the way possible. All the time. Uh, then it's going to be the Mentel All. Uh, we saw some things about the Mentel All. Um, one of those being our boy Meatball does what he does best and Ugh. just yeets a whole <laughs> bottle of marinara onto his body. Like, why? Now that whole room smells like meat sauce. Like, that is just inconsiderate. Like, That's his signature I mean, scent. That's his signature scent. If meat I was sauce by meatball. It's a new cologne. If I was in the audience and I now had to smell marinara sauce as I was trying to listen to this man, men's tell-all, I don't think I could. I'd I'm leave. a little too autistic for that. I'd have to leave because I can't handle that kind of that smell. Like mm-hmm. Meatball know. doesn't want us to eat spaghetti and meatballs for the rest of our lives. He, he's if making he's sure smart, of it. If he is a good manager, he will come out with his own marinara sauce at the end of this. Yes, like, absolutely. If, if he has a good management team, he should come out with his own marinara sauce. He should come out with his own signature scent, like Hannah said, and it should smell like spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I would never fucking eat that sauce. Like, no, ever. I would never eat that sauce. That's Astros fans disgusting. are weird, Adam. They'll do it. It's going to have meatball like on the co- the label. No. Like, I can't. Stop I it. Can't do it. Okay, the label, the label, the label. It's a meatball. <laughs> and then imposed into the meatball is meatball's face. And then he has those spaghetti noodle arms. And... I'm trying to think of what the name of it would be. It would be meatballs. The arms are going around. The arms stretch to go around the whole label, around the whole jar. Like (laughs) they're connected to each other. Yes, they're like holding hands on the on the opposite end of the. Yes, so cute. So sweet, so gross. Once again, once again, we need royalties. We need royalties for this. For sure. Going back to Roby's Road. He can even call it um, a marinara. He can take that. He can have it if he wants it. That's so good. We'll sell him. We'll sell him the rights. That's so good. I'll have my lawyer call his people. Um, (laughs) 
And then we see that they go to Mexico next week. Okay. They're going to Mexico. Uh, and that's where like the fantasy suites are going to happen. And then real quick, we can talk on it. We see Zach say it was a total 180 after fantasy suites. And he's like talking to Jesse super dramatically. And he said the sex was bad. <laughs> we see um, Jesse telling Rachel, you're the only bachelorette here. Gabby's no longer like on site. Then we see Eric trying to pull a Susie. It looks like, mm. um, and I think that's everything. What do you, what am I missing? Was it, was it, was it not Tino that said something too? I thought Tino said like, oh, I can't see, I can't see the person I love doing that with someone else. Was that Eric? I think that was Eric. That was Eric. That was Eric. Oh, that said that. Yeah. okay. Cause yeah. I was going to say like, if that was Tino, then Tino is really trying to pull out of this race. He's yeah. like, Okay, so all right. Um, and then I know at the end of the Mintel All, like Jesse's like, "There's uh, the biggest news that'll change your life," or uh, some crazy bullshit. It's a little, um, dr- a little dramatic. It's probably just going to be who the next Bachelor is. I assume. Yeah. And I think it's either going to be Nate or Ethan at this point. Ethan's <laughs> been doing a really heavy Ethan, campaign, Ethan, and we're Team Ethan, Ethan and Nate. But but Ethan, we love. I prefer to see Team Ethan. Let's be honest, we're Team Ethan. Absolutely. All right. Do we got a Hannah's hideaway? We do have a little bit of a Hannah's hideaway. Um, It's taking us back to our boy, Tino and his dad. Um, So do Raymond, I know, you know, like batch data, bachelor data. You follow them on Instagram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So Adam, what it is, is it's a, and anyone listening, there is an Instagram account this girl runs and it's all about bachelor data she like literally is like a data analyst but for bachelor so she tracks like minutes on screen um like talking points followers like everything and then makes these cute little graphics that are so fun um obsessed with her so tino's dad started tweeting about bachelor data and was like i think this was about last week's episode okay so and it was i think i have the tweet give me one second one second um, Wait, so are his parents into the Bachelor too? I guess. I mean, Ooh, they might be really fake. Then. I kind of love this. So Tina says, "Bachelor update week two. Oh, this is week two. This is from a while ago. Our son Tino is still alive and received another rose. If you barely saw him on this week's episode, it wasn't because you nodded off. A friend shared this graphic, and the graphic is from Bachelor Data. Um, looks like a piece of luggage received more screen time than Tino. Zoom, zoom in. What kind of nerd even keeps these stats? At least he didn't do a handstand in his speedo. On a related note, I'm still. Oh, that's unrelated. Um, so the dad is tracking Bachelor data, talks shit on her, says what kind of nerd keeps up with this, but then is referencing it in his own tweet about his son being on The Bachelor. I'm dad. His, family- his parents are mean. <laughs> Dino's dad sucks. I didn't even know about that. That is so unnecessary. <laughs> my sister, so my sister sent me the TikTok from Bachelor Data Girl saying that. And she, my sister put in her message, looks like Tino's dad is also a bitch back baby or baby back bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the return of the baby bag bitch. I was like, he is baby a baby bag bitch. bitch. Baby, baby um, bitch. And then I had that Tino was a huge Bachelor fan. Oh, yeah. And then also there's like a whole theory that all of the clips that look like Tino is like breaking up with Rachel, their shit's rocky, things like that. Um, people have started to take the clips that we know of 
and write down like what Rachel's earrings are, what her shirt looks like. And then like piece together the comments that we're getting. Cause you know, they show us an audio clip and then show us a different scene here and then do this. And so everyone's saying that all those clips of Rachel, when it looks like she's talking about Tino saying like, like, I don't even like, how could he do this to me? Like, I don't even think I'm, I want to be with it. Like, you know, whatever she's saying, dramatic things. Mm-hmm. It's all shit that she's wearing around Avon, not Tino. Uh, so people think there's going to be more drama with that than with – they, they don't think anything's really going to happen with Tino, that it's all fake. Maybe this is why they push it to next episode. Like maybe they do Avon that State. because there's going to be a lot be of drama. drama. Yeah. Oh my god, maybe she sends home Avon too and she only has Zach and Tino in the yeah. fantasy suite. She should. I be- it would make I a lot either- of sense. I'm sorry. Um, either my only thoughts on Avon's like hometown is that either like it goes terribly and it leads directly into the Mentel all, like he's at the Mentel all, or it's so boring that it's <laughs> like the first ten minutes and then like they just they didn't have enough time to put it in this episode. They just like tacked it can onto we, the Mentel all. Can we imagine like Rachel sending Avon home, Avon walking down a hallway, and then Avon coming out of the hallway into the Mentel Hall, just like, Woo! That is, that is, that is how the Absa works, baby. That gives Jeff on Survivor. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. He's walking into the jungle, and then he's like, he's got like a black rose. He has like a black rose in his hand. He's like, yeah, uh. I got sent home. He throws it on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, well, that was a little little sneak peek into our Survivor. Um, we're going to be doing Survivor, I believe, that the first episode is September 21st. Um, so we'll probably be doing Thursday episode drops for that. Um, and when Bachelor in Paradise starts, we're probably going to do like a little small 10-minute recap um, during our second episode of the week, which is going to be movie-related. Um, and we'll give you guys more details about that as it comes along. Get excited, though. All right. Um, please follow us last like our stuff on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. (laughs) Au revoir. (laughs) Try one more time. One more time. One more time. Au revoir. Beautiful.